With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But it's cricket season and the Vicks are back at the MCG tomorrow. They take on New South Wales in the Sheffield Shield. And opener Marcus Harris has been good enough to join us. Afternoon, Marcus. Hey, mate. How are you? Very good. Uh, great to have you on the show. Uh, fair to say, though, it hasn't been the ideal start to the Shield season for the Vicks. How's the mood in the camp? Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty good considering the start we've had in the uh, Red Bull stuff. Um, obviously a bit of a disappointing start, but um, I think we've been playing all right in the one day, so the the mood's still good around the camp. Um, and I think with a young group, the, bo- the boys don't hold on to too much, so um, we're ready and raring to go tomorrow. Good news this morning. Chris Rogers saying Will Pekoski's fit and ready to go. I'm sure like everyone in Australian cricket, you'd just love to see this young man get an extended run at it, and particularly for you, uh, batting with him at the top of the order for, for a long time to come. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah, we'll have to see how he goes. He's um, played obviously played the first game and didn't play last week, so um, it's good to see him back out there for tomorrow, and hopefully he can string a few games together. How nice has it been having Peter Siddle back in the in the lineup and around the group? Yeah, it's great to have Sids back. Obviously, have someone with um, experience like he has. Um, he's brilliant. And then, uh, like last week when Scotty Boland was rested, we had to be able to have someone like Peter Siddle come in. He's brilliant. So he's been really good around the group. Uh, really good for the younger boys as well to learn from. And um, his energy is infectious. So. He's been good to have around. Bit of a different calendar this year with the you know the Test summer and the BBL starting later, not until mid December, which gives you a really nice long patch of Red Bull cricket. Does that does that make life a little bit easier? Yeah, it, it is good. Um, obviously, with the World Cup, things have been pushed back a little bit, so um, it is good just to have a nice block of games before all that sort of stuff kicks off. So. Um, I think we've got six Shield games before the first test is played, which is not until you know mid to late December. So um, there's still plenty of time before then. So give everyone a good chance to have a good hit and be ready and raring to go by um, the middle of December. Personally, you've been around the Australian team, you know, for a couple of years now since your last test match. How how difficult can that be when you're around the team a lot but you're not playing? Just to you know to get back going when you when you actually do get back out there and play some matches? Oh, like, it's not it's not ideal. You would lo- love to be playing, but it could be a lot worse. You could be um, not around the group at all. So I've been fortunate to be in the group the last couple of years and um, be a part of it with the boys over a successful period of time. Um, we've been playing some good cricket. So, um, like I said, it's not ideal. You'd prefer to be playing, but like I said, it's still been nice to be in the squad and be around and trying to get better and trying to learn from, you know, the, the brilliant players that we've got in that team. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been a good couple of years, even though without being able to play, to still be part of the group. Has it been frustrating at times, though? Oh, uh, yeah, it always gets frustrating as a cricketer. You want to be playing, and any sports person, you want to be playing all the time. So, um, when you're not playing and it looks like a good batting wicket and blokes are having a bit of a fill-up, you wish you are out there. But, um, yeah, but that's just the way that it is. 
It's about time some of these older blokes like Dave Water <laughs> and Usman Khawaja just stepped aside. We know Dave is going to, but uh, they've had their time in the sun, haven't they, Marcus? Oh, they've probably earned the right to um, <laughs> play as long as they want. So, um, yeah, that'll all sort itself out in the next little bit. But um, I'm sure the shoe will be on the same foot at some stage later in my career. So you don't wish anything negative on those blokes. Ah, plenty of time for, for you. So, I mean, we know that there is a spot opening up. David Warner is retiring. So there's yourself, there's Cam Bancroft, Matt Renshaw, Henry Hunt, even Will Pekoski, uh, all out there as potential openers in the Australian team. Have you, have you had conversations with the selectors or is it is it pretty straightforward what you need to do and, and that's make runs? Uh, yeah, we always sort of talk. Um, probably the last proper conversation I had with them was in England, but uh, obviously the World Cup going on and all that sort of stuff. There's a few other things they've got to worry about rather than what I'm doing. So, um, But, yeah, like you said, if you make runs, all that stuff looks after itself. So, like I said, I've been around the group the last couple of years, so that should hold me in good stead. And when that time comes, we'll see what happens. But I feel like I'm pretty well prepared. Speaking to Victorian and Australian opener Marcus Harris, Vic's back in action at the MCG tomorrow, day one of their Shield game against New South Wales. How much have you learnt? from a guy like David Warner, not just on the field, off the field, dealing with pressure. And I guess in a different sort of way, Usman Khawaj has had a lot of ups and downs in his career as well. well. What have you learned from those two guys, as you say, being around the team for a long time now, and particularly those two guys? Oh, probably just uh, how resilient you have to be to be an international sports person. I think, like you said, Davey's had his ups and downs, and so, and so has Uz. Um I know with Uz, you know, he played in 2019 and then he said publicly he didn't think he was going to play much after that when he got left out. But I think he's shown if you can stick at it and um, apply yourself that you've still got plenty of cricket to play even when you think your time's done. So that's probably the main thing I've learned from those boys and all the boys in the Aussie team. It's such a, um, you know, you're under constant scrutiny in that side and everyone deals with it in a different way. But you see how blokes are still able to perform even when, um, there's a certain narrative or whatever about someone. So I think that's probably the main thing is they can put it aside and when they're out on the field, they just worry about playing cricket and let everyone else worry about all the other stuff. Um, but I think the best players are the ones that are the best at doing that and um, can just go about their business and not worry about, you know, all the other stuff that's going on. When you get your next opportunity, how much better prepared do you think you will be given what you've experienced, on whether it's technically, whether it's mentally? How much better do you think you will be prepared when that next opportunity comes knocking? Oh, I think as you get older, you're always a bit better prepared. I think all the, um, the ups and downs you've had throughout your career always make you a better player. I think if you speak to anyone that's played any, any sport for a long period of time, they always get a bit better as they get a bit older just with, um, the experiences they've been through, experiencing ups and downs. Um, and I think, you know, my test career probably hasn't, or obviously hasn't gone to plan so far with the way you'd love it to go as a kid. You know, you dream of making 100 every test and blitzing that and never getting dropped <laughs> or anything like that. But um, I think I learned that pretty quickly in my shield career that you've got to go through the ups and downs to get to, to the period where um, you hopefully have some success. So I feel like... Um, with experience in the last couple of years, I've played a lot of cricket. I've been playing at home and in England, so I've got plenty of cricket under my belt, and that should hold me in good stead should that opportunity come up. Just played the one Shield game so far, personally, of, the, of two Victorian, uh, both Victorian games. Uh, missed out, and not alone there, unfortunately. It hasn't been working with the bat for the Vicks so far. How do you feel you're hitting them, though? 
Yeah, not bad. I um I missed the first game in Perth um, for the birth of our son, so that was really good. And then, yeah, we had a tough week up in Queensland, but <laughs> we're not the first Victorian side to ever have a tough week up <laughs> yes. in Queensland, so that's all right. But, yeah, it's been good to be out of... um. We've had a week or so at home, so just to get some volume in and work on some stuff's been really good. So feeling good going into this week, and um, we're back at the G, so there's always a good vibe around the group when we're playing at home. More importantly, how's the young fella going? How's the sleep been? How's it all going at home? Yeah, Max is good, mate. He's um, he's keeping us busy. Um, <laughs> I'm getting some more sleep than my wife, but she's doing really well. So, no, he's going good, thank you. He's... Uh, for a little bloke, he can drink and eat and make a lot of noise, so he's going well. So uh, are you sleeping in a separate bedroom, or how's that all going? Uh, we got a bit of a on-the-couch set up and a, a downstairs bedroom set up and just sort of sleep wherever we can, just trying to make it work for now. But um, I think once we sort him out, it should be okay, but just at the moment, it's hard work. Yeah, uh, the wives slash mums <laughs> do it. An, an absolutely yeah. uh, amazing job. But just going back to... The Ashes series, you were over there, and uh, it was such a controversial series. It seems like the Poms can't let it go. Johnny Bairstow in a new book, uh, which is about to be released, called Bazballs, had another go at that controversial decision. Mo and Ali's had a crack as well. Does it does it make you laugh the way the English continue to react to, to what happened at Lords? Yeah, I don't know if it's just like a um, it, it's it's good for it's obviously good content for people to bring up all the time. Um, and I think, yeah, English people do like that. I think it's just in their nature to not be happy with things. So <laughs> it's not surprising, but um, yeah, it's probably time to get over it. You st- like months on, are you still comfortable with how it how it all played out? It seems like the English aren't, but from an Australian point of view and everything that happened, from you know walking back through the long room there, you know David Warner was pretty blunt when he was asked about, "Are you happy about it?" Laughed it off. Are you comfortable with how it all played out? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when I was 14, I remember playing uh, under-15s for Wanneroo back in Perth, and I got out the exact same way one day and never thought anything of it again, and I've never done it again because I learnt my lesson. So I think maybe people just need to get on with it and get over it. And I think the ironic thing is that the MCC write the rules of cricket, and <laughs> they're the ones that wrote the law that's in there that allowed it to be out. So. That probably says enough. What about the selective use of spirit of cricket from the English, given that there's been some interesting cases with Johnny Bairstow in the past when he's behind the stumps? Does that make you laugh? Yeah, well, it was funny. Um, obviously, after that happened, all the stuff came out with some other examples of what people had done in the past. So I think if you're going to start throwing stones, make sure your bloody backyard's pretty clean. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's okay. That's That's what happens. It's good for... It's good for the entertainment value, and I think it added a lot to the series. Um, definitely got the crowds a bit more involved, which was probably what we didn't need. But, um, yeah, I think it added to it, and it's all part of the theatre of it. I think at the end of the day, everyone still gets along fine, and there's no dramas there with personal stuff. But, yeah, it was, it's been an interesting thing to see that's still getting spoken about. Uh, yeah, it was great drama, and it'll be a great series when they return here. You've been, I'm assuming you've been watching the World Cup pretty closely. Slow start for the Aussies, but seem to be getting their act together in the last couple of games? Yeah, I've watched bits and pieces. I've tried to watch uh, our games as much as I can. Um, it looks like we're starting to get the ball rolling a little bit, which is good. Um, I was Dave and Mitch um, were flying the other night, which is really good. So, and then uh, Hedy's, it looks like Hedy's going to be hopefully back tonight, which adds another layer to our batting. Um, just with, I think you're seeing this World Cup, the scores are so high now. Um, teams are so attacking, so... 
Hetty will definitely add that to our batting lineup. And then it looks like we're finding a way with the ball, which is good on some tough wickets over there. So it looks like we're starting to hit our straps at the right time with it being nine games. Mm. Um, it's going to be there's going to be a few up, ups and downs along the way, but I think we're looking like we're going all right. We're speaking about you getting back into the Australian side, Marcus. Uh, one player that from the Vicks who looks like a potential Australian player in the making, potentially across a few forms, is Matt Short. Is had a remarkable twelve to eighteen months. Just take us through what you see in him working closely with him every day and, and what his prospects are. Yeah, well, the sky's the limit for Shorty at the moment. He's um. He's always been one of the young guys that we've had in our squad now. He's obviously one of the more mature guys, but he's always had um, as much, if not more, ability than anyone. So he looks like something's just clicked for him in the last probably 18 months to two years. Um, I think it started with his BBL stuff at the Strikers, and then uh, last season he bought into his stuff with us. So he's been really good. Um, unbelievable white ball player. He made, he made a brilliant 100 up in Queensland. Um on a tough week in the Red Bull game, and then in the um, one day, I was brilliant again. So he's going really well. I think now with the way the schedules are, he's going to get some, a lot of opportunity, um, especially in the white ball team for Australia. Uh, I think he was in. I think he's probably one of the, he was one of the reserves for the World Cup, so he's in and around the mix. And then I think there's a T20 series after this World Cup mm-hmm. in India. Funnily enough, so I reckon he might end up in that. Um, but he's going really well. Just going back to you, but before we let you go, just. Given you know you need to score runs and there's a, a place in that Australian side up for grabs in the new year, does it? do you feel that pressure? Do you keep an eye on what some of the other openers around the country are doing or can you not afford to sort of be distracted by that? No, well, it's just, you know, having to make runs is my job. So I just go out there every game and try and do that. And then you can't really control what other people are doing. So there's no point in worrying about if someone else makes some runs or someone else takes wickets or whatever. So... I'll just go out there and, like you said, we haven't batted very well in the Red Bull stuff yet for Victoria, so probably <laughs> got to worry about getting us off the mark first before I worry about all the other stuff. So, um, no, it's no added extra pressure. I've dealt with the same thing in the last, you know, probably four or five years, so it's nothing unusual for me, which is probably a good thing. Um, so, yeah, just try and, you know, get a good score on the board for us whenever we bat this week and then all that other stuff will sort itself out. Just got one here off our 40 Wings temper machine, Marcus. Uh, someone wants me to ask you, who's the quickest going around in Shield cricket at the moment? Uh, I reckon Lance Morris yeah. would be the quickest. Um, yeah, he's pretty quick. He's oh, not pretty quick. He's very quick, Lance. He, um, I was in the test squad. He was in the test squad last summer. Unfortunately, he didn't get to play, but um, I was the poor bugger that had to face him in the nets every other day. So that was a good experience, and he doesn't mind digging one in old Lance, but um, yeah, he'll be good to watch uh, whenever he gets an opportunity. Hopefully uh, he can stay fit. Um, but yeah, he's properly quick. Um, yeah, he'd be up there with the likes of Mark Wood and Norkia, so I'm looking forward to seeing if Lance gets an opportunity in Test cricket. I was going to say, would he, be one, would he be the quickest you've faced, or those two other guys you mentioned sort of similar? Uh, yeah, he'd be Mark Woods. I haven't faced Norkia, but that Spell he bowled yeah. at the Gabba last year in the test match on a green wicket. Um, I know I was saying before how you feel like as a player when you're not playing, you get an itch to get out there. I definitely didn't get that. <laughs> uh, happy, happy to be sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, I was happy watching Hetty trying to tackle him. But um, yeah, those. Oh yeah, Mark Wood. He bowls at the speed of light, so he's quick. Um, and then we, you know, we have the likes of Stark in that as well. But yeah, Lance has definitely got the ball speed um, in our country. I think. 
Uh, great to have a chat, Marcus. Uh, good luck for this Shield game for yourself uh, and the team, and we ca- we hope to see you back in that Australian Test Eleven uh, very shortly. Make sure you get a good night's sleep tonight before the game. It's not always easy with the newborn, and uh, congratulations again on the, the new addition to the family, and uh, we look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks, mate. I'll try my best.